if we didn't tell people where we're recording this podcast. So if you think that we're cool in any way, let me just bring it back to truth for you. Let's just humble Let's ourselves. Let's just humble ourselves right now. We are recording this episode in a parking lot. We sure are. And in a car inside the parking. Wait, with, inside the car in at in, the parking lot inside, inside the, the car. car with the car turned off because the sound with air conditioning would be too much. But you know what, you guys, I think one of the things about our podcast that we've always said is we want it to feel like you're with us on our friendship and that you're sitting and having coffee with us. And currently we are drinking coffee in in our car. car. We sure are. So here's where we're at. And we really just wanted to do a quick episode for this week because it's Easter week. And as believers, this is really the pinnacle of our faith like yeah of why we're... i always say this because christmas is you know gets all the hype i feel like christmas is like so special you've got the hallmark christmas movies the lights it's super commercialized which can be a good and bad thing but truly like there wouldn't be a significance in easter or in christmas if there wasn't an easter yeah for right because sure. it's yes. like jesus was born and that's really only a huge deal because he was the son of god yeah and then he died on the cross for us and rose again. Do you know, side note, when you said that, it made me think of this. Do you know what I, I had this thought last night, actually, is, and maybe this is a thing and I just don't know, but I wonder why we don't have, like, Advents for Easter. Or do we? We do. It's Lent. Well, I thought that was, like, fasting. Well, so Lent is... Can like, Lent also mean an Advent? I mean, well, so Advent is, like, the preparation to prepare your heart for Jesus' birth, right? Right. But I always put those two together as, like, fasting. Like that was like Lent was only fasting. So I think that it can be, but I think sometimes people add things, like they put things in their life for Lent to prepare. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like you could fast from something, but you also could like commit. In fact, Lent is, I think like in a lot of faith traditions, I think that Lent is actually a bigger deal than Advent. Like Lent Uh, is like, which makes sense. Totally. Because it's you're preparing your heart. And so even the reason we fast or we give up something for Lent is to remind ourselves of all that he's given up for us. Yes, totally. So it's like, okay. let me give up something so that I, guess, I can prepare my heart, like to really receive the fact that he's given up to leave everything for, for me. Yes. Totally. But I guess in my mind, I was thinking, I was picturing like an Easter advent calendar. <laughs> oh, what? And that's why I was like, why don't we have Easter advent calendar? Should we create like, But I almost think like, maybe I gave away my idea. I don't even maybe know. Maybe we need a BB Lent calendar. <laughs> and I will say this is a little giveaway, but... I was thinking this actually, I would love for next year because obviously we're going to do BB Advent again. Obviously, we have to. Christmas it was, was such a hit. It was such a smash and it so fun. impacted Smashing my own life. Oh, for sure. So much. How cool would it be if we prepared and next year did Lent too? <gasps> Wait, we need to. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know what it would look like because it's longer. Lent, Lent calendar 2022. Get you one. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> but I mean, truly, like, it's like we could really prepare ourselves for Advent for Christmas and then for yeah. Lent, maybe we spend, you know, a whole series just about what we're what we're preparing for, for yes, yeah, like because because really let you know it's all about again letting things 
giving things up and it reminds us of our own humanity how mm-hmm. hard it is mm-hmm. you've been fasting so you know how hard it is to fast and then you're just aware of your own like lack of self-control your own need for, yes. for jesus it but as you do that to surface for sure the things that need to be brought to surface i will just say that yes. and then i'll i'll leave you with that <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that but it's so important and then we think wow like jesus gave up literally His everything life. And I think it's hard for us to remember that he was, you know, fully God, but also fully man. So all that temptation, all of that, like difficulty of wanting things of our flesh, like he felt all of that. He just denied it and chose to be fully surrendered to the father. Yeah. Unto death. So, Cammie, speaking of death. Speaking of death. segue. (laughs) I'm a little excited to say that, but yeah, speaking of death. Well, I'm only excited about this death because I know the outcome and I know that Easter is coming. So we know how it turns out, fortunately for us. Um, But Cammie and I were having the conversation of just how we wanted to talk about Easter this year. And I think as Christians or maybe even as unbelievers, we all know why we celebrate Easter. We know it's when Jesus died on the cross and then he rose again two days later and we were just thinking we focus a lot on him coming back to life, which is hello, 100% the biggest deal of all. But I think a lot of the times we forget that something came before that and which is death. And so Cammie and I got on the conversation of how many times in our own lives do we not even realize that God wants something put to death in us so that we can move forward and have something else rebirthed. So I just want to open up that conversation because... Yeah, I love about, that. we're gonna talk about death. Well, c- because yeah, I mean, we were talking about how when you think about Easter, obviously the most important thing about Easter Sunday is like the resurrection. We're celebrating that He rose again, which is which incredible. not to undermine that. Yeah, no. this is this this conversation is not to undermine that because we celebrate it every year because it's worth celebrating. Right, exactly. But it's also I think what we're what we were talking about at our little coffee date as we drink our coffee in the car <laughs> is that the only reason we can celebrate the resurrection is because there was a first to death. And I think in my own life, death is the last thing I want. Like if I'm honest with myself, especially me personally, I struggle with being perfectionist. I struggle with like letting things go. I want to control things. I want to, you know, be the best version of myself and to make things the best that they can be. And in doing that, I sometimes hold on to things or try to like, have you ever heard the saying, um, put makeup on a pig? Have you ever heard that? Oh, yes. Do you know who I've heard it? it? Well, do you know who I've heard it from? Is your mother. Okay, that's not where I heard it. My mom has a lot of like... She does have a lot of... Is that how you say it? Or like dressing up a pig? She... Yeah, she'll say putting... I've heard her say it was in regards to something else, but she was... It was saying... Uh, put makeup on a pig. So the saying... It's like putting makeup on a pig. It's like putting makeup on a pig. So the saying basically means like you're trying to make something look great that just uh, is not gonna be like, yeah. no offense the, to the pigs it may have needed to, to die exactly but like <laughs> you might not be need to be wearing makeup like yeah. <laughs> i'm picturing miss piggy in my head but like not even as cute as miss piggy yeah right? no, like, i know what you mean and so yeah i mean it, even like when it talks about us as christians or without, without jesus like our best works are like filthy rags like the bible mm-hmm. says that right so uh, us on our best on our own without the Lord, it's, it's not great. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing. And mm-hmm. so I think the question that I was thinking of when we were talking that I want to challenge all of us in today is what are things that we're just trying to like make better, or maybe we're ignoring, or we're trying to like put makeup on that the Lord's actually like, you know what? I want you to fully surrender this, let this go, bury it, and then trust me to be the one to resurrect it. Because when I think about Easter Sunday, 
one of the things that I like to do as I'm like preparing for Holy Week is I like to think about like what, you know, when we're reading a passage in the Bible, what are the disciples thinking? What are they doing? What are they feeling like to make it real? Cause it's like, this actually happened. Like this was a real thing. And I think about the disciples, the last thing, like when he died, there had to be so much like mourning, mourning and surrender. And even just probably maybe even some denial of like, there's no way, there's no way. Like we came all this journey. We did all this to just die. Like, and there's probably so much frustration in that, but well, then it even says in the Bible, like everything went dark Yes, when he, Oh, you're right. When he, the earth earth went in the middle of the day, it was the middle of the day and the earth went dark because it was that sad. It was that like, can you imagine nothing? I mean, (laughs) that I'm aware of in my lifetime, but that has not happened. Like nothing has been so sad at the point where, well, Oh, and we're done dance. stepping. I could tell that was a dance party or a siren. <laughs> I can hear it. This is these are the perks of being in Don't the car know. with us, you guys. Not sure. Um, so, no, anyways, yeah, right. it like, says the world went dark, and that just reminded me of like, wow, that is a that is a physical picture of how dark it really felt. Well, and like it's almost like the world, yeah, the world needed to make it so final that things mm. were were dead, and and we talk a lot about like you know you sing those songs where it's like the stone was rolled away and all this stuff. I feel like the picture of the stone for me as we were talking about this earlier was super powerful because it's like, not only was he put to death and he was buried, but there was like a stone that finalized it. That was like, you know what? He's buried and we're closing this. Like Mm -hmm. we're closing this chapter and we're letting this go. And to, to a non-believer, that is really the end of that story. Right. Like, Like it's, he's dead. It's over. Like it's done in my own life. I have dreams and things that I feel like I've either, trying to die to I'm trying to lay down I'm trying to fully surrender but it's really at the lack of I don't want it to die because I don't trust that it's going to be resurrected if Mm -hmm. I'm honest like I don't want to put it to death I don't want to close like roll the stone over it I don't want to like let it go into that tomb because Because the thought of that being the end is too scary because it's too scary because I want to control it and I'm like well if I only did this or if I only made this better or Whatever. Then maybe it wouldn't have to yes. die. Or, yes, yeah. or maybe if I just deny that it's even a problem, right? Yeah. Like, like, or if I just don't face it, or if mm-hmm. I whatever. But part of like being a believer, this first step before resurrection is death. death. Yeah, and you know what I just had the thought of when you were talking is I literally just thought nothing. All all those things in our lives, like whether we choose to numb out or we like choose to work a lot or we just choose to completely ignore it or whatever it is that we do instead of realizing the actual thing that needs to be uprooted inside of us or that might need to be put to death. I had the thought of like nothing in our own lives because, because we belong to the father, nothing in our own lives is truly going to die when we're walking with God. Like we are always alive in him. So it's like they are things will die to our own flesh, but it's like, if we're promised eternity in heaven, it's like, that's the ultimate life. Like, so we're like, God, tells us like we get eternity with him so when we have that perspective of like you know what my life doesn't belong to me in the first place like it's so much easier to put to death something that was my own fleshly desire to begin with. oh that's so good I mean because it's you're right like it talks about in the bible and Hebrews that God is a consuming fire an all-consuming fire and I think about that like in the sense of things are going to get burned up on this earth that are not eternal that are not forever and almost like we should when we're walking so closely with the lord we should almost expect that yes we should expect that things will will die will be burned up will things will become like 
not lasting if they're not supposed to. If they are eternal, if they are true, if they're from God, they won't right, die. They can't be taken away. Yes. They can't die. But but there's something about like in in the Bible and just in science, like if a seed, it talks about how if a seed dies, like that's the only way it can be grow or become right, a plant. Right. So it's like or the, even like seasonal. Seasonal. Right. It's like yes, the cycle of like how winter, they transition. Yes. Die, which leads to spring, which is so crazy to me. Spring. And also. Whoa. Is this coincidental or no that Easter is always in spring? I was just going to say, that's why it's a spring. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I just had that revelation. It's being rebirthed. Everything, the whole yeah. like seasons are being reversed. Yes. <gasps> that's wow. really beautiful. To but just it's like, what would it look too. like in our life to, to let death be a rhythm? Mm. Like, I just know for me, I'm feeling convicted because I'm like, I don't let, like I hold on. I grip tightly. I want things to be my way. I want to control them. I want to know the outcome and I don't want to free fall into letting things die because it's too scary. But what if we really believe that death was a part of resurrection? If it was a part of the only way that things that were true were mm-hmm. real, were God glorifying could be birthed. And what does it look like to have death? And then those, you know, there's three days, there's that space in between where it's like, we don't know what, what's happening. Like I think about the Friday of Good Friday where he dies. But then I so often think about Holy Saturday, Mm. which is where there was just silence. Yeah. There was just that closed off tomb. There was that genuine death. And I feel like that's so intentional by God because it's like, man, if we knew, okay, I'm going to die to this. And then literally the next day it's going to be resurrected. Like we'd be so much more willing to like die those deaths, but it wouldn't be from a place of actually wanting it to be in his hands. It would still be in the place of, I just want the outcome. And if it was from a place of us knowing the outcome, that wouldn't make him the all-consuming Heavenly Father. Right. Because that would mean that we, we got to decide it. would be A plus B equals C. Exactly. And he's not an equation. No. And he doesn't want us to come to him because we know the outcome or to come to him because fear-based or whatever it is. Like, he wants us to come to him because we trust him. Mm-hmm. So, it's like he allowed that Saturday in between of mourning and unknowns. A lot of unknowns. They didn't know he was going to come back to life. Yeah. Like, and in fact, I was just telling Cammy, I'm reading a book to Gwen right now. Um, and I believe, I'm going to put this in the show notes because I'm not 100% sure. I read it like every night you would think I would know what the title's called, but I think sometimes <laughs> I'm half awake when I read it. I'm not 100% sure. But I'm sure Gwen could tell you. Yeah, she really could. She And she lets me know when I skip a page. Don't you worry, because I've tried a couple times. Um, but it's called Easter is Coming. And the book basically talks about how when Adam and Eve are created and they they um, disobeyed and they ate the apple and how they didn't know, but we know Easter is coming. And we always like yell together, Easter is coming before we turn every page. And then it'll say like when he had the dinner with the disciples and Judas betrayed him and they said his friend, Jesus's friends didn't know when they were washing his feet, but we know Easter is coming. And so every, and then it even says on the sad, the page turns and it talks about the sad day when he died on the cross. It says like his mom didn't know his friends didn't know, like, he died, but they, what they didn't know, we know Easter is coming. And then it talks about the resurrection and how like now we get to live with him and he promises heaven one day. I'm legit tearing up. I don't yeah, think it's any, like- a really, I need to all like put it in the notes because it really is such a sweet book. So honestly, for anyone who maybe has little kids or is wondering how to explain Easter, we've had this for, same book for two Easter's now. And it's actually really cool because instead of just this Lent season 
of reading it, we actually read it throughout the year because it's one of Gwen's favorite books. And now it's funny. We've started like decorating for Easter and she, and now she'll always say if she sees like an Easter egg, even or like stuff decorated at her grandparents' house, she'll say, they didn't know, but we know Easter is coming. (laughs) It's really, and it's just such a sweet way to like introduce that and it's not complicated it's literally saying like they didn't know then but we get to know easter is coming and i like i think the reason why that even made me tear up was just because like do we know like i think that when you were talking i was like like do i believe and know that easter is coming for every area of my life like Mm. resurrection isn't just for my salvation which it it absolutely is and that's the main thing like there's a resurrection for my actual life so that I can have eternity with Jesus. But we have a resurrection God that's alive all the time. Like, do I know when I put, when I allow something to be put to death or when I lay something down that Easter is coming, like Mm. no matter what it is that like he works everything together for good, that he promises that. And like, I think just talking to my soul, like, do I know that Easter is coming? And are we a people that like say that to our friends. Like I was just thinking like, what if you were talking to me, Amanda, and you were opening up your heart about something that was really difficult in my response to you? Do I communicate that Easter is coming? Over yeah. Your life? And do you act excited about it? Yes. Like the, like we act excited about, about knowing Jesus is coming. Like right. the, he did, he did rise. Like is my response as a believer, like, like sitting with you in that death and like acknowledging the death and saying, that's really hard. But also, like, bringing you hope that Easter is coming. Mm. Like, this is not the end of the story. And ultimately, as Christians, isn't that what we're called to do? Like, 100%. So to be able, and to be able to bring hope to the hopeless situations. So we just want to encourage you in that, that if there is something in your life that you feel like maybe you've ignored or are just too scared to face it front on, we just, our encouragement is that you would not be afraid to sit in those hard questions with Jesus and ask him what might need to be put to death in your own situation or in your own flesh because we can promise you that Easter is coming and that it will always come in your life in one way or another and that God does not leave you hopeless and that he did rise from the grave so we know that he will rise from any situation that you're facing and um, our encouragement is that you would just trust him in that and if you don't trust him be honest and tell him that and be honest about it because He's a father that wants to hear your heart. And let's be honest, he knows it anyways <laughs> before you talk That's to us. That's so true. It's like asking him, what, God, what are the things that you want me to put to death? And then can you help me bury it? Like, mm. can you be there with me in it and roll that stone over? Because I know that it's unto a deeper resurrection in you and new life. And so I'm excited for the testimonies. Like, I'm going to do this for myself. I know you are, Amanda. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to hear from you guys. Like, this Easter, what are the things that you're deciding to say, like, you know what? I drink too much straight up and I need that to be put to death. Or mm-hmm. you know what? I speak death over my husband and I, I need it to die. I can't keep this rhythm going. Or you know what? I am. I complain about something all the time or daily, yes, you know, just, yes. and I, I think that's just a culture like thing, even in our world. I can, I've just noticed patterns that I can tend to do whenever it's, it's not complaining. That was like just an example, but I just think we live in a world that is so unsatisfied. And so to be able to just wake up every day. And we talk about this in an upcoming podcast next week, but to be able to sit in every day and wake up and thank God as a new opportunity, just to get to know him just really resets our heart for just a different posture of getting to know him better. 100%. So guys, we just wanted to make sure that we said 
happy Easter that you might not know, but we know that Easter Easter is coming. And we love you so much. And we're going to continue on this season starting next week with more episodes about the foundations of our faith, back to the basics, with prayer pray like cray part two pray like cray um but we love you guys and we bless you to to die and we bless you to live amen in jesus name in jesus name (laughs) i'm cammy i'm amanda we're basically basic and we know you are too be blessed and be basic